Right, let's talk about, let's talk about for a minute, computers okay. and music. Oh. <laughs> yes. First computer was a... ZX81 ZX for me. ZX81. <laughs> yeah. I got a Commodore 64. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> Just because yours was better. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it used to be a case of like, I, I'd, I'd say, well, mine does sprites, and you'd say yes, yeah. but mine's flexible. <laughs> ZX eighty one had one k of memory. One k. That's insane. Mm, Was that's insane. And it it was it was. I I actually had a there was what was called a RAM pack that used to fit on the back of it. That's it. Which were basically like these little clips, and it used to connect directly to the motherboard, effectively. And it was 64K. And you think of that, you've gone from one to 64. It was like, oh, my life, I've just, you know. And I, I, I remember one time I wrote this big program on it because it was all, um, yeah. the programming language was called BASIC. Yes. And we, I was doing that at school and, you know, we was doing BASIC um, programs and things on it. And you had to save it. Now, this is going to be an education to some younger <laughs> listeners. You had to save it onto a cassette and it sounded like a fax machine. It had like the screeches and the, the right. yeah. sort of sounds to it. And you used to have to connect like a um, a phono lead to it and into your tape recorder. You press record and then you press save and it would make these screeching noises and the cassette would record the sounds. And then when you wanted to load it back in, you'd do the reverse. You'd play it and it would record it in. And I said to my mum, mum, whatever you do, don't touch my computer. I, I need to grab a cassette. And I went upstairs and I came down and my the screen because it was on the te- you had to plug it into your TV. And the TV it was it was like snow. I went, what have you done? And she said, she said, no, I haven't done anything. All I did was plug in the iron and the iron had blown the trip. Oh, and the electric had clicked out and of course the the program was gone. Uh, you know, and you and spent I, hours. I just, Hours, yeah. hours typing in this program. I had a, I I had a similar thing with the uh, Commodore 64. I had a, uh, a very early flight simulator that I used to load onto the computer via cassette. Mm. And mm. it used to, it used to take an hour and a half to load. It was a 90-minute 90, 90 tape. Do you remember I that? I vaguely remember that. Yes, yeah. I do. It was actually pretty impressive for its time. Because if you remember, awesome. these computers, I mean, after my ZX81, I had um, a Spectrum, didn't I? A 48K Spectrum. You did. Yeah. And that was 48K, and 19K of that was the operating system. So you didn't actually have 48K to program. I think that was the same with Commodore. I think half yeah. of that 64 was actually the uh, OS. <clears throat> but next, next time you get... Just a standard email without anything flash like any attachments and stuff. Just look at the size of that email. Yeah. And I'll guarantee it's bigger than 48K or oh, 64K. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and we take it for granted, you know, these these things. And I remember writing for school projects. I, I wrote three programs. I wrote a quiz in mine. I wrote a game that was basically a bit similar to Pac-Man, where you had these little things running around and the little ghost things chasing after you uh, with a maze. I did all that in the game. Um, and all within, effectively, 48K. And and it's mind blowing some of the games that you and have. We're not, we're, not, then, we're not talking we're not talking meg here either. Like I've got no. I've got in front of me a sixty four gigabyte USB stick. Yes, which is not actually very big. No, not by today's standards. You know, no. I mean you you'd, you'd be lucky sixty four gig. You know, you you'd get a mm. few movies on it, wouldn't you? Mm. By mm. today's standard, we're not talking sixty four gig. We're not talking sixty four meg. No. Which is a thousand and twenty-four times smaller. Yeah, we're talking sixty-four k k k, which is a thousand and twenty smaller than times that. Smaller than that. Yeah, mm. and and you didn't even have that. <laughs> you had no. <laughs> you <didn't laughs> well, I had a, obviously had an inferior computer to the well, Commodore. Of course, That's you why. did. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually was. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll confess, I was actually quite envious of yours because I think the games on the Speckies were better than the Commodore games, if I'm honest. I think, in fairness, I think we both liked each other's because yeah. we knew our machines and we knew the limitations yeah. of our machines, but enjoyed the what wasn't a limitation on your machine to mine, yeah. etc. And vice I enjoyed my keyboard. The keyboard mm. on the Commodore sixty four was awesome. Oh, it's a proper proper keyboard, wasn't it? Mine keyboard. was like rubber. 
<laughs> I kept having to replace it. I knew my machine inside out because I used to have to take it apart and put a new membrane on because the amount of typing you do, especially if you were playing Daily Thompson's Decathlon, if you remember that, you had to go oh, God, left, right, yeah. left, right, left, right, left, for his feet to yeah, make him run. you'd wear out you, your joysticks <laughs> with that one, wouldn't you? Oh, didn't I break your joystick? I think you probably did, yeah. You had, had an Atari a, joystick. Atari joystick, that, yeah, and you snapped it. Unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> broke it. Yeah. Oh, dear. What games uh, did we enjoy? There was um, <clears throat> there was Daily Thompson's Decathlon. There was yeah. Manic Miner. Oh, Manic Miner. Was Manic awesome. Miner platform game. And you had one called Bonzo or something. Oh. I still remember the theme tune. Yep. Oh, that's brilliant. And you had a escape from concentration camp. That was the great escape. Great Do you know escape. what? That was a brilliant game. And again, all in 48K. How okay. on earth did they do that? Occasionally, you'd have a game where you had to load it in bits, didn't you? Yes. Like you, you'd mm. load sort of, you know, bit, with, that, with that solo bit. flight one, you loaded sort of half the tape and then... That's right. That's what I remember. Yes, I remember that as well. Yes. Yeah. And if, it was and good, it, though, for its... For its time, it was good, was but it was cracking. like if you if you jostled <clears> the uh, well, even if you got up and walked across the room, <laughs> there's a very high chance that that tape wasn't going to load. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, just press play and not move, don't I'll breathe. Just, just tell you, know. you, I'll just tell you a funny one. Uh, hmm. I don't know if you ever knew this. Uh, so, this is before I went to Crayford Congregation, I, I hmm. was in a congregation called uh, Spalding in Lincolnshire. Hmm. And we used to have, back in those days, it was uh, vinyl records. Yes. Uh, do you remember the old pink songbook? Yes. Remember that? Yeah, singing and accompanying yourself with music in your heart. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. That one. With the, um, I think the, the, the thing that used to get me was the, uh, on the front it had two uh, quavers. Yes. Weren't they yes. back the front or something? <laughs> I think they might have been, yes. They might have been, yeah. Thinking back. Um, um, I, do you know what? I At one point, I had those. They're not. I haven't got them now where I live now, but I you think had those they might records. still be. I had the records from the congregation because my dad had them. And um, obviously, they moved on from that, and, and he still had them. And, they, and I ended up with them. I think they might even still be in um, the loft at my old collector's house. item then, then. Yeah, yeah. And, and the music was to, beautiful. Like the orchestration was was yeah, lovely. Yeah, and you had to uh, if you were on mm. the sound desk, you had to obviously <laughs> play it on the. But you had to <laughs> like drop the needle on exactly the right point, didn't you? <laughs> oh, that, that is something that people nowadays would not appreciate unless they've played a record. Getting that needle to land in that gap was like the most stressiest moment. Oh, it was. It? Yeah, and you had to have the mixer right down, and you'd hope that he'd stop talking and introducing the song before it stopped playing <laughs> otherwise you'd have to lift it up and put it back <laughs> well we lived in uh, we lived in Spalding and it was a uh, it was a really a, a tiny little kingdom hall and it had wooden floorboards mm. and uh, there was a brother on uh, on the sound desk and he had the records playing <clears throat> we used to have a big problem with if anyone went out to the toilet during the song <laughs> The records would skip. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, the records would skip just because, yeah. you know, because the floorboards would vibrate. And it was, uh, I don't know if you remember those songs. They used to have like verse one, two, and three. And then there used to be like a little interval bit mm. before verse four played or, you know. Yes, verse. almost like a little orchestration <clears throat> piece, you know. So what I can remember as a kid in Spalding was there was this. Uh, there was this guy that was appointed as a uh, ministerial servant on Thursday. Mm. So he comes to the meeting for the first time on Sunday as a ministerial servant, you know, feeling very proud of himself. Mm, mm. And uh, one of his fellow uh, overseers was um, on the sound desk and uh, put a record on. And this new ministerial servant decided that the music was too loud. <laughs> so he got up and he walked to the back of the hall. And he turned the volume down, oh, no. right, and went back yeah. to his went back to his seat where he was stood, you know, singing away. And the guy on the sound desk is thinking, oh, "I'm not having that." No, yeah. So he turns it back up again. Yeah. <laughs> his brother <coughs> walks back no. down the aisle, turns it down, mm. goes back to his seat, carries on singing. His brother, I'm not having that. He turns oh, it. He turns dear. it up again. Yeah. Well, this ministerial servant guy, he wasn't the most self-controlled guy 
he actually <laughs> lost it, right? Oh, and he went out the front of the Kingdom Hall. And the Kingdom Hall was actually, it was almost in a, like an island. There was like a road that went around the Kingdom Hall. Right. And he got in his car and he started doing donuts around the block. Oh, no. He basically lost the plot. All I no. can remember as a little kid is being outside the front of the Kingdom Hall. There was, there was only like 20 people in the congregation. Yeah. I remember yeah. all the elders out, well, all the elders, like about two or three of them, yeah. out the front trying to get this guy to stop speeding around the block. No. And... Uh, it, it, you know, like, he was in the mini for long. It, he was taken <laughs> off the following Thursday. I, I can imagine. He was he was yeah. only a ministerial servant for seven days. <laughs> <laughs> wow, shortest appointment ever. Yeah, like if, you, <laughs> if you know anyone who served for less than that, <laughs> leave, yeah, leave please, a comment. Yeah, please. So um, your big Fantastic. thing, your big mm. thing as a kid was, yes. and I remember this, um, making radio shows. Oh yes. They weren't actually radio shows. They were never. They didn't go anywhere. They didn't go anywhere. No. But tell me about your radio show. Well, yeah, we. I used to do my radio shows, and uh, originally <clears throat> we used to do these cassettes for um, someone we both used to go out with, <laughs> Rebecca. That's right. Yeah, we and, shared everything, uh, didn't we? <laughs> we even shared the same well, woman. Yeah. 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 And. Um, it, uh, we, we used to do these cassettes because back then, you know, obviously we couldn't broadcast. We weren't broadcasting these radio stations. We were just recording them onto a cassette. Recording tape. it onto tape and then giving it to her. Yeah. And then giving it to her. And well, you did. It, I was, I was yeah. never that talented, but yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what was quite funny was we we actually come up with jingles. Um, yes. And the jingles were... Um, I'll have to find some and I can always send you some. And, oh, you know, I'd love listen. to play some of your jingles <clears throat> on my show. Yeah, if I, I'll send them to you. Yeah, please. Uh, um, one of the jingles we had, because we, we, we had this jingle that said, you can listen to us anywhere, because from a cassette point of view, you could. You could take it anywhere and listen to it, put it in a Walkman, listen to us. Um, and we weren't restricted by whether you could pick up the radio reception, because back then there wasn't the digital radio. No. It was just one, oh, one dad, location that? was where you get it. Anyway, <clears throat> so we come up with this jingle, you can listen to us anywhere. And then we suddenly thought, well, actually, there are places you can't, like in a library. <laughs> so we come up with, you can listen to us anywhere. Well, almost, you know, or you can't listen to us in a library because in a library you have the whisper. But now you can get our radio station in a book. And what we actually did was <laughs> I got an old book, hardbound book, cut out a square in the middle of the book, glued the pages together and put the cassette in the middle and gave her the book. Oh, that is, <laughs> that so is very clever. In the book was this, this cassette of the radio show. And of course th that was it. We started coming up with all these jingles of places you couldn't listen to them. And one that I particularly was fond of because of the effects that we managed to achieve back then was, um, uh, that you couldn't listen to us if you was Thomas Edison because the cassette hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> and then so then we said, so now you can get a radio show on a wax cylinder. Oh no! Did you actually? <laughs> and we do, had all the, Did you actually do that? No, no. But I really <laughs> wanted to because we could have used the can of beans, just took the label off. Oh yeah! <laughs> but we actually did it with all the crackles, and crackles uh, we made it really tinny, and yeah. um, it sounded really good. I'd oh, say, I'll, I, I loved I'll your you radio shows; they were so good. And you used to have mm. like um, all your records. You know, mm -hmm. you'd go out and buy yourself a forty-five, wouldn't you? <clears> yeah. I used to take myself down to the local record shop and, and I remember going one year and um, they one time and they actually had a sale on upstairs and, and it was like all these records for was 10p. That the, um, was that the one in uh, Pendulum Records in Erith? Uh, yes, it was something like that or Cloud mm. 9 or Cloud... Something like that. But yeah, it was just a oh, TW records. That TW was it. Records, TW records. Yep. And um, I remember going in there and they had a, a record sale upstairs. I went upstairs and all these singles were like 10p. I yeah. was just buying loads. I'd never heard of half the artists. And I was thinking, oh, that looks like a good cover. I'll buy that. Oh, that's got a pretty girl on it. I'll buy that as well. You know how you do? <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of her, but she looks pretty. You know, I'll yeah, have that in my it? record collection to look at when no one's watching. Sheen um, Easton. <laughs> oh, yes. Dribble, dribble. Dribble, mm -hmm. dribble. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> all of those sort of songs yeah. but of course that was quite good because you ended up listening to songs that you would never normally listen to um but 
on that subject, I was quite blessed because my dad's taste in music was oh, yeah. big band and classical. Yes, yeah, same with my dad. Um, my two older sisters um, were into like ABBA and um, <laughs> Neil Sedaka. Billy Ocean. <laughs> Not, almost, yeah. yeah. Um, all, all the really old ones, ABBA, Neil Sedaka, jazz singer, uh, Neil Diamond, all Neil those Neil Diamond, sort of yeah, yeah. That's it. And then... Uh, Sarah and Laura were into Luther Vandross, Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. All those sort of Motown stuff. And then my taste in music was more like house music. I used to like all the... Well, you were into uh, street dancing, break dancing, all that sort of stuff, wasn't it? Axel F was was your favourite tune, wasn't it? (laughs) Yes. All that sort of stuff. And and I think because I had such a... I think you've used the expression, this expression before, like an eclectic Eclectic taste taste of music, yeah. In music. And and I used to like it because my dad would say, what do you think of this track? And he'd play me this classical piece of music. And I'd listen to it and hear all the different brass instruments and the sounds and and the saxophones, and I'd love it. And then I'd go upstairs and one of my sisters would be playing a Lionel Richie track and I'd pick up on that. And and I think now it's helped me appreciate music so much more yeah. having that rounded out flavor you know and you used um, to do your uh, radio shows with all these with all these tunes yeah, on didn't you absolutely it didn't bother me you know play anything play anything um, and uh, you used it, to do the um uh, remember when we used to have the top 40 played on a sunday night yes and you'd sit there taping the top 40 so you didn't have to buy the record <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had Technics um, equipment and uh, it had the piano key kind of style press buttons for yeah. record play, etc. And the pauses on those were perfect. And you could just catch it just before the DJ spoke. That That's was the it. challenge to record the track without the but DJ. Fade out before he... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or but, clip it. But I could, I could do lots of editing with that pause button. It was, it was so good. But if could, I remember yeah. right, you used to actually... Uh, mix songs together so a song mm-hmm. would end and another one would start and the beat was spot on yeah, it was spot yeah. on it was like it was just an, a really long really yes. long tune yes I remember doing that and, and that was because this pause <laughs> button was so good do yeah. you ever remember doing uh, you did it for me actually there was a uh, Michael Jackson Smooth Criminal right and it was it was something like about 15 minutes long on the uh, 12 inch LP mm. and you joined it in the middle and put it onto two sides of a tape. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have um, Smooth Criminal playing for an hour. <laughs> right, so that takes us on to uh, music, doesn't it? Mm. So uh, songwriting. We both got yes. into uh, songwriting. I think I was about 14, 15, and you were quite a bit younger, weren't you? About 12, yeah. 13? Yeah, I think about that sort of age. I think my, my first song that I've got written down where I've got a date on it is... Uh, 1986. I think that was the yeah uh, yeah. So I would have been. I was born 71, 15, 15, 15. Yeah, yeah. So around about the same same time. So my first song was Mm. about 84. Okay, I was was about 14, nearly nearly 15. Was that Crystal Tears? Crystal Tears, it was called, and it it was basically an adaptation of Chopsticks. (laughs) (laughs) I learned how to play the chords C, Mm. A minor, F, and G. (laughs) Hey, that's the mainstay of all piano. I still write songs in C, A minor, (laughs) F, and G. Nothing wrong with that. But your first song, I still remember it, it's called Lovebirds. Was that, right. was that the first song you ever wrote? I wrote it for my one of my sisters. Um, right, yeah. Oh, awful now I look back on it. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever perform it. It was because one of your uh, sisters was courting, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. yeah a song for and her and, and her he, w- he worked for British Telecom. And so they all he got special deals on his calls, and so they're always on the phone. Love you know, birds on the phone, just me alone without my loved one. Yeah, I still remember yeah. the lyrics. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that so was, how did that how did that. you actually start learn? How did you learn how to play the piano? Because I know your mum had <laughs> the worst piano ever. It was <laughs> like so a tune that piano. We we actually had a, a piano tuner come round once to tune it, and yeah. he said he said to my mum, "Look, I'm really sorry. He said, oh, I can't tune this to concert pitch because it." will just collapse (laughs) um but we had this piano upright piano in our dining room didn't we Uh, just behind the door you'd come in the door and it was there yeah and i used to play on it all the time you know anytime i could i'd be on it and i'm sure it drove my mum five or six years old about five or six years old Mm. i'd plonk about and i always remember my mum actually said to me she said i remember you coming up to me one day and saying mum i've written a tune and her thinking to herself 
yeah, right, you're not old enough to write tunes yet. Mm. But because I was so little, she said, all right, show me, show me. And, and she said, and she, uh, I pulled her into the dining room yep. and played this tune. And she actually said, I was actually surprised it was actually a melody. Yeah. And uh, that was basically it from there. And uh, I, I can't really, I, I, I can't read music. That's it. I still can't. No. And, uh, but I've always had an ear for music. I've always yep. listened to tunes and tried to find pieces in that tune that I can play. And you know how it is. Once you start playing on an instrument regularly and regularly, it becomes a part of you. Yeah. And, you know, and that's how it goes. I mean, um, I, uh, as I remember it, I mean, I used to obviously come around to your house and that, that piano mm. was there, wasn't it? And then I think yeah. my mum bought a piano. She started learning the piano. Yes. So I, we had a piano at my house as well, and we used to go over each other's house. And yes. it, it was as simple, I think, as starting off with um, someone showed me how to play uh, chopsticks. That one. That's right. Um, and I, I, I sort of turned that into uh, a tune in C, A minor, F, and G. Mm. Yours was, I'm not sure what your chords were. I think that started on C and it went down to. Have you got have you got your um, piano there? Mm, I have. I'm sat Will you in make front any of it. Music actually. or not? I can. I can. I have got it switched <clears> on and plugged in. I didn't want to just do it until no, just, we just, got to a point. Just but show me. Um, remind I mean, me of how the chords went on that first tune. Well, it. I think it was actually we love birds. I think it was C, wasn't it? So, so I can. Here we go. So you can you hear that? Yep. You got that? Yep. I've actually remembered how it goes. You've got some minors in there. Oh, hang on. Where did it go from there? Uh, so it was C. And then it goes to sort of B. And then it goes to B flat. That's it. And then into F. F minor. F minor. Uh, you had an F yeah, minor back in there. Back to C. Yeah. And then back to C. <laughs> da, da, da. And then into D. Da, da, and into G. Da, da, da. That, that is actually a, a quite a complicated tune for a what, 14 year old to write. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, that's a trip, damn it. That's the I haven't played that since. Well, that's got to be twenty odd years since I played that. Yeah, still there, though, isn't years. it? <clears throat> yeah. And Which you is... had we had the, we had your wonky old piano that we used to play on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, we had my piano. Uh, I yeah, wrote right, yeah. I wrote a tune called um, Magic Dreams. Magic Dreams, absolutely. Was that the was that the one we were singing and your dad come? That was over? the one where you were doing the harmonies, <laughs> <laughs> and your dad come in and said, "Someone's singing Someone's off out key. of tune." Yeah. So we went, "Oh, really?" And we, yeah. and I said to I said to you, "I'll stop singing, see if he says anything." So I stopped singing the harmony. Went, yeah, "Oh, that's yeah, better." That's better yeah. No, that was that was what was known as harmony, father. Yeah, yeah. Someone's not singing the melody right. That, no, that's right. That's how. It's and then we then harmony. we both upgraded, of course, mm. because I I got an insurance payout when I was sixteen. <laughs> Because I hadn't died before the age of sixteen, my mum had insured. My mum had insured me as a kid. That's and, kind of uh, like quite dark. <laughs> pretty dark, isn't it? Yeah. If my son <laughs> makes it to sixteen, yeah. I can't want some money. <laughs> yeah, I made it to sixteen, and I got an insurance wow. payout of a hundred and five pounds. I think it was, wow. if I remember right. Fantastic. Then. And I went and bought myself a Casio MT sixty eight. Um, I remember keyboard. that. I remember that keyboard because I borrowed it. You did borrow it, but then when you I went had on holiday, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. You had yes. a Yamaha PX something. Um a Yamaha what was it first? It um it, it was something like that. Um I know it's oh, better I can't than remember. Mine. I I know ages ago we sent each other pictures of our first keyboards, didn't we? We found we them all the pictures on on the internet and we found them and sent it to her and I can't remember. Yours them, was so much better than mine though. <sighs> <laughs> the sounds and you did mm. a um i'll have to cut in at this point i've i've mm. actually still got an original 
um, mix you did on your keyboard of a song I'd written called Brighton Pier. <laughs> oh my! And word, you took yes. it and you turned it into uh, you turned it into something so much better. Oh, I don't know about that because your songs were good. No, you, you still are good. No, it, was, still it good. was good. Let me just see if I can find your mix. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> There's a really good bit coming up in a minute with some uh, bongo drums or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awesome, isn't it? Orchestra yeah. hit. Well, that that was that hit. was yes. that was what you came up with. Mm. Yeah, but this is the original that I wrote on my crappy Casio. (laughs) Listen to this. This is nowhere near as good. Oh, that's chronic, isn't it? That guitar. That is so bad. And then you've got yours. Yours is so much better. <laughs> I should do another version, shouldn't you I? You should. One? Yeah, you should do a 2022 mm. version. Yeah, yeah, really absolutely. <laughs> so there was uh, there was our first keyboards and mm. you were you were basically churning out songs every day. Oh, I do you remember. know what? You saying that, it's funny you say that. I think when I look back now, since that 1986 song, I think I've written over 150 songs with 150. lyrics. 150. Mm. Wow. And one, well, two years on a row... I wrote 44 songs in two years. Grief. I had a spate of, I think I was basically ready to hang myself or something. Cause they, they were <laughs> Most of my songs have been written when I'm depressed. Yeah. Either depressed or very much in love. One of the yeah, two. Yeah. 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 yeah that's yeah, it's absolutely true, isn't it? right. That's absolutely right. Yeah. And it's funny. Um, the songs that I perform at the moment on yep. live, um, one of the songs <laughs> I actually <laughs> explained that uh, I was up at my sister's house once when she lived up in Accrington. Yeah. And uh, I had my keyboard and I said, I'm going to write a song. She said, oh, not another love song. And I went, what do you mean? She says, that's all you write. It's always songs about love. Blimey, like write a different song. I said, well, like what? She said, well, write, I don't know, a song about a boat. A boat, yeah. I was listening in the other night. (laughs) That's right. And it was like, what? And I I, I was like, like this. And then I thought about it. I thought, okay. And then I wrote this song about a boat. And I'm not joking, 20 minutes. Yeah. Hoist the sail Cast the rope to set us free Check the map Making sure the charts agree Follow tides Into all the ocean grand Leave behind People sun on the sand Watch the fish, watch the fish 
songs that come to you like really quick where you mm. don't have to like give birth to them <laughs> absolutely they're the best ones aren't they absolutely i know i've, I've had uh, i had a tune called uh, final move i believe and it, it right. had something like about eight flats in it <laughs> yeah and it was really clever and it took me <laughs> took me about three months to write the thing <laughs> but it's not catchy no but then you get another one that you you just uh, I don't know Ocean Deep Ocean Deep uh, what I wrote a little while back for Mariella I remember you having something, uh, correct me how the actual expression went, but you had something in the front of one of your songbooks, and it was something about songs are not... Yeah, it went, uh, the purest songs are not composed, but are discovered. Lying mm. dormant since time began, they wait patiently to be unearthed. It is not for us to dictate their direction, for they are born of themselves. We are mm. merely the privileged discoverers. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think, I think um, there's a lot of truth in that. Because I think um, so I've got, I'm like you, I've got songs that I struggled over. Yeah. I might have a really nice melody and I think, oh, I'm going to put words to this. And I've fought and fought and fought to get words. And in the end, I can't, I, I've, I've got the lyrics and I look at the lyrics, I think, I can't remember where the song goes. Yeah. And whereas I've got others that just, just flow back again each time, you know. And, and What's your favourite so, song, favourite one you've written? Um, I like what, I like my latest one because yeah. I think there was a lot of emotion in that, which is "Love All of Me." Yep, that was that was a good good one, good tune that.
used to think that finding love was easy Find it here and find it there Make some friends and surely they'll love you But then as time went on and darkness followed Doom and gloom in it you wallowed I'd look around to find they were not true you love me, love all of me, not just the best of me, take my love entirely all the time, turn my darkness into the light, show me our love is right, prove to me I'm yours and you are mine. Some people say that love is complicated Challenging, not worth the time I believe love finds you in the end Of all the roads that everybody follows Surely there's a path like mine Join with me, my lovers and my friends so if you love me, love all of me Not just the best of me Take my love entirely all the time Turn my darkness into the light Show me our love is right Prove to me I'm yours and you are mine Say that love is all forgiving Love is gentle, love is kind So prove to me that love is on your mind Whatever darkness that you might carry I will help you straight and true With me no need to run, no need to hide you see, it's plain to see that I am willing To share my love, yes, all the time So come with me and travel by my side So if you love me, love all of me Not just the best of me Take my love entirely all the time Turn my darkness into the light Show me our love is right Prove to me I'm yours and you are mine You've got some really clever chords going on in that one. Oh, thank you. The thank you. Um, can you just go back to the? Mm. I think it's the bridge bit. Mm -hmm. There's a very. So you'll be surprised. <laughs> surprised to know this is in C. <laughs> is he really? I always remember. You, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. I think probably because it's my tone. It's my, my it's yeah. Per I'm, perfect I'm, start. I'm the same. Voice. Most of what I write is either C, G, or F. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's yeah. it's the tone in which we can hit the notes. Really. You know? Well, I don't sing anymore. <laughs> well, you should. I you, just do instrumentals now. But you yeah. should. Honestly, you should, mate. Um, anyway, so we've got uh, C, and then we went to um, D. Um, D minor, back to C, into D minor, and then into G. So that's the verse, basically. Right, yep, okay. So after the verse, yep. C, D minor, C, and then G. Mm -hmm. And then in the uh, the chorus is actually the same. So if you love me, really? love all of me, not just the best of me, take my love entirely all the time. It's the same as the verse. Mm -hmm. But then the bridge goes into F. So... 
um, where I go, they say that love... That's it. That's the bit. They say that love is all forgiving. So I'm just going from F down. So F, E minor, D minor, C. It's not that complicated, is it? No. E minor, and then into G. So... They say that love is all That just, I don't know what it is, but just that little bit where you dropped into the F, to me, mm. that sounded, oh, hang on, that's good. I think it's funny because I used to just write songs with just first chorus, first chorus, end. Sort yeah. Of thing, you know, perhaps three verses. Um, but I found that having that bridge is really, really changes the, the I it agree. Lifts the mood up of the song. Yeah. And I have to try, I force, I have to force a bridge in, in the sense that, yeah, I have to really think about a bridge because I don't normally. <laughs> it doesn't come naturally for me. So you know what but I te- you- what I tend to do is if I've got a decent verse and a decent chorus, <laughs> I just come paste it four times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost. Yeah, that's pretty much what you're doing. Yeah, is, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you can stick yeah. a bridge in, or um, even like a, if you can transpose it up, is quite yeah. a. You've got to be right. careful with that. Sometimes it can sound a bit cheesy, but. Um, Mm. I think the la- the lazy thing to do, and a lot of pop songs do this these days, is mm. they just keep playing playing verse and chorus and yeah. fade. I, I've noticed, I don't know if you've noticed this, but yeah. I've noticed a lot of songs are shorter than they used to be. Oh, yeah. They're, they're yeah. like two minutes, two and a half minutes max, that's it. Whereas yeah, I mean, songs- take, take something like uh, Layla, for example. Mm. There was a tweet the other day, what's your favourite song over seven minutes? And I put Layla. Layla's mm. like... You know, as, as well as the sort of na 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 that bit, you've got a whole different thing at the end, haven't you? It's like a completely you, new tune at the end that it, it plays out on. I, I think the problem is nowadays, and well, that's the problem. It's it's what the what the what the public want, I suppose. But the songs at the moment that are coming out that they're churning out are mainly beat, bit of rap, maybe. Well, you can't keep that going for eight minutes. No, there's no story. There's no. no story anymore. You listen to any country songs yep. or um, older songs, and yep. when I say older songs, even things like um, Tears for Fears, Everyone Wants to Rule the World, yeah. stuff like that, they're about four and a half minutes long yeah. um, because they've got a story in the lyrics, and I don't yep. think the stories are there anymore. No, a lot a of them are down to, down to about sort of two and a half minutes, aren't they? I think it's because people that are listening to them, they're either listening to them at a club or something like that, and they're not concentrating on the lyrics. So what's the point of putting them in there? They're yeah, not there they'll, they'll the sort of they're do a verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and then uh, yeah. do a mix into another tune. Absolutely. See, the thing is, you can... So so you've been keyboards all your life, haven't you? You play keyboards. I started on keyboards, and then I took a little bit of a detour and started playing mm. guitar. Yes. And I stopped playing keyboards for ages, and I sort of lost my knack of playing keyboards anymore Mm. um and my style of writing tunes changed when i started writing for guitar like when i when i was writing on keyboards i'd be be doing um you know b flats and e flats and playing on all the black notes that sort of thing but as soon as i as soon as i started playing the guitar Mm. i i mean i don't even know how to play b flat on a guitar (laughs) or b minor or whatever um it I, I was kind of sort of found myself very restricted to G's, C's, A's, A minors, E minors. But, that, but don't you think you can though, still get that, a lot out of it? Oh, but don't you think that going to guitar gave you a new lease of life when it comes to yes. creativity? Yes, it did. It did. And but ultimately, the weird thing is, I've ended up returning back to keyboards. Mm. You know, mm. a lot of the um, tunes I'm writing now are. Um, Kind of using, you know, some of the black notes and yeah, what have you, which is, which is good, yeah. But um, uh, I, uh, and I honestly mean this. I've always felt as a keyboard player, you're you're way ahead of me in terms of keyboards. Oh. I tend to when I write uh, for keyboards, I tend to approach my music on a. I tend to use MIDI. Mm. Um. And I use multi-track, so I, I will lay down a drum beat. Is about all I can just about sort of cope with, yeah. and then I'll then I'll lay down a bit of strings, and then I'll lay down a bit of piano. But I don't even do the piano in one go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll do a you know I'll do, I'll do sort of the the piano bass, and then I'll lay another track down for the piano chords, and another track for the piano mm. top. You know, but you actually play live. Mm. I do. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. It, don't, it doesn't mean it goes smoothly. I do have to do yeah. versions of it. But all my tracks, 
I will um, play. I don't use MIDI. I want to learn it, and mm. I know it's a little failing of mine that I should take some time well, out. I, 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 I don't. I don't know as it is. I think <clears> it's. I think it's a different way of approaching music. Mm. Like if I was to asked, if I was asked to play live mm. keyboards live, I'd be screwed. Mm. I couldn't mm. do it. I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to say, look, I'll turn up with a guitar and I'll. <laughs> I'll try yeah, strum a and few a kazoo. <laughs> it's guitars and a kazoo. Yeah, because I ain't going to yeah. sing. Um, whereas you actually, you, yeah. you play your you play your stuff live. You play. Uh, is it how many gigs are you doing a week now? Live. <laughs> well, I, I've got um, I've got uh, a weekly session on a Wednesday. That right. I play. Um, and these at, are all done um, over the internet. All on the internet. Okay. Where can we find you? Um, if you go to my website, if I can plug that, that's neverendingfire.com. Because mm-hmm. I, t- I tuned in the other mm. night, actually, via... The link, yeah. A link. So there's a, play- on there's a player on there as there's well. So if you don't there. have the player, yeah. you can just pl- press play on the website. So people can wow. listen in any time that they want. Neverendingfire.com. And you can find it either as a player or on uh, Second Life. Yeah. Just um, before we sort of like start thinking about wrapping up... Mm. Um, we were both in bands at one point, weren't we? We were. We were. <laughs> so you've you've settled on neverendingfire.com and that is that's the name you go by now. Yes. And you're solo artist. Yes. But at one point we had uh, or you had a band called Balladeer, did Correct. you not? Yes. And uh, <laughs> I think I played one gig with you, didn't I? <laughs> It was a good gig, though. So I'll you had Balladeer, which you, you carried on after I'd left Balladeer. I, I actually went on. <laughs> I went on to worse things. <laughs> I, what was the, where did you go after that? Uh, no refunds. Your... I started oh. my own band <laughs> called mm. No Refunds. Jehovah's Witness Weddings were our speciality. <laughs> Do you know, you saying that, I, I remember someone saying to me, could you play some songs at a, a wedding at a wedding, reception? yeah. And I remember singing my heart out on one of my songs at this wedding reception, looking out and no one was listening. And I vowed never to do that again. Yeah. Because no no offense. And this probably sounds a bit big headed, but I used to think. You want people to sit down and listen. Yeah. I want people to listen to it because not because I want them to look at me. I want them just to enjoy the music. My music isn't a backing track. All right. Maybe if I was rich and famous and they became popular, people would sing them in them. I don't care then. You know, yeah. but if I'm performing it, it's like if someone was performing yeah. and I was in the audience, I would want to listen because they've oh, taken the time out to perform. I totally it, agree. You know, and I, 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 I didn't do it after that. I thought, That's so, it. Totally agree. Yeah. Playing at Jehovah's Witness weddings. <laughs> it's, it's not yes. the ideal thing. I, I remember doing, uh, I remember doing one once, a uh, JW gathering that I turned up at. <laughs> I got down afterwards. <laughs> the only comment I got from anyone was, yeah. that was quite long, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's all <laughs> it's like, I yeah. don't think I'm uh, this is not the uh, Daniel Appreciation Club here is no. it no. was you the only one left in the audience so they'd have gone home yeah they'd all gone home yeah, yeah. yeah. They'd all gone still home. playing in the darkness yeah, yeah.